Let me begin with a Yivart. Today is um, today's two Bishvat, Chamishas Bishvat, the fifteenth Bishvat, which which is Rosh Hashanah Lilanis. It's the Rosh Hashanah for the trees and for that and everything that grows. Many people eat different fruits on Bishvat, or the seven fruits, especially from Rosh Hashanah. So I just want to share with you quickly before we begin, in, in honor of the day, a very beautiful explanation that I heard from the Rebbe myself twenty six years ago today. It was 26 years ago. I was on the 15th of Shvat. And I was a student then in Yeshiva in Crown Heights. And we went to 770 for my roof, the Rebbe's meeting. And after davening, the Rebbe addressed the crowd that was there. And he gave an explanation in the Pasuk that talks about the seven species that Eretz Yisrael is praised with. Right? The Pasuk says in Parshas Ekev, it says, Eretz, a land of Chita, Saora, Gefen, Te'ina, Rimon, Eretz, Zeis, Shemon, Udvash. Translated, the Pasuk says it's a land of uh, wheat and barley, the grapes, uh, figs, what's the next one? Figs, pomegranate. Then it says again, a land of the olive bearing oil, and honey that comes from dates. Right. That's what it says. So we have the um, wheat and barley and grapes and figs and pomegranates and olives and dates. Those are the seven species of Eretz Yisrael. Now, this, so first of all, you have to understand what's the meaning of these seven species, what's the, what's the deeper idea behind these seven species specifically. But also there's an interesting question in the actual reading of the words of the Pasuk, that the word Eretz says twice. It says a land of, and goes on to enumerate five of the species, wheat, barley, grape, fig, and pomegranate. Then it says again, a land, and then we have the olive and the date. So why does it say twice the word Eretz? Those are the questions that the Rebbe asked. And he said, and I'm going to say, uh, to make a long sikha short, he said the following. Olives have oil and dates have honey. Oh, yeah, yeah. So something. Okay, but let's start from the beginning. He said like this. Work, it's, it's called called an Eretz, a land. We, Klal Yisrael, is called the land. Hashem calls us Eretz Chef, it's a land of desire. What's unique about a land? Thank you. What's unique about earth and why we call the land, why we call the ground? It's just like the ground, the ground has the ability to give forth all types of wonderful fruits and trees and, and vegetables and everything, but you have to work the land in order to get it. You have to plow and you have to reap and you have to harvest and you have to water and you have to nurture, right? So the ground is able to give forth all types of special, beautiful things, but you have to work it. And the same is with every Yid. Every Yid has a Neshama, and a Neshama has all types of positive Midas and all types of positive, um, holy and refined um, emotions and attributes. But we have to work the land. We have to work ourselves because a person who doesn't work with themselves can be very crass. And the goodness that's there beneath the surface might not come up. So that's the general concept of Eretz. And then he goes on to the, to the first five species. So quickly, the first two are wheat and barley. What's the difference between wheat and barley according to the Gemara? The Gemara says wheat is a staple of man and barley is a staple of animal. I, was in the way, I don't know today exactly if that's uh, the way uh, if animals eat more uh, barley, I don't know. But definitely in the time of the Gemara, uh, chita was considered Michael Adam, the staple of man, and Sa'ira, barley, is Michael Behemoth. Mm-hmm. And referring to us, gets, uh, exactly, exactly, because my right? 
So, so he said, the Rebbe said that all of us have to deal with the human and the animal within, the, within ourselves. And that's all we learn about in Tanya so much, about the godly soul and the animal soul. The godly soul is called the human within a person. Because the human means that it's uh, the seichel, the intellect is what controls. So the godly soul is the chita, is the wheat, and the animal soul is the barley. So the first two words of the Pasuk, the first two of the species, is telling us that a Yitzhavayda has to be with both. We have to use the human attributes that we have, and even the animalistic attributes that we have also have to be harnessed in being a better person and a servant of Hashem. That's chita sa'ir. The next one is grape. What's the, what's the avoid of the grape? What is wine? What, what, what do you think of wine? What do you think of? Which type of amida? Simcha. Wine makes a person happy. The Pasuk says, um, yisamach enish, that wine gladdens heart of men. So therefore, after we said, yeah, you got to serve God with the godly soul and animal soul, we say, what's a majorly important simcha. component to begin serving Hashem is simcha. Like the Pasuk says, in order to serve Hashem, we have to serve Hashem with joy. And when one is joy, joyous, then they're able to break through all types of barriers and boundaries. When one is down and depressed, everything is too hard. When one is happy, nothing is too hard. You're able to overcome everything. So that's Gefen. The next one is Te'ina. This is a hard one. Te'ina is a fig. What does the fig represent? So, I think this is not the type of thing you can guess, but it goes like this. Kabbalistically, it says, that if you want to know the deep, the true meaning of something, you have to find the first time it's mentioned in the Torah. Right. When is the first time that the fig is mentioned in the Torah? Quickly, think through the entire Torah. Right. First time the fig is mentioned in the Torah is, it says, after Adam and Chava sinned in Gan Eden, they made garments for themselves with fig leaves. Vayispiru ali te'ina, fig leaves. So the first time that the Fig is mentioned in the Torah is in the sense of being a garment. Now, when we think about garments, well, when we think about garments, and we, we think, what does Hasidus have to say? What are garments? What are the garments we learned about in Tanya? Is thought, speech, and deed. Right? Machshava, the thought of a person, and the speech of a person, and the actions of the person, these are the garments of the person, of the soul. So if we're talking about the garments, of, if the fig represents the garments, it means to serve Hashem with all of our garments, with all of our thoughts and our speech and our deed. That's what the fig represents. Okay, is everyone following? The test is going to be afterward, but let's, <laughs> let's go again. Eretz, land, is because the land has the hidden treasures that have to be worked in order to, uh, to be revealed. Chita sa'ura, wheat and barley, godly soul, animal soul. Gefen, simcha. Te'ina, Garments, thought, speech, and deed. Okay? Next is Rimon, which is the the pomegranate. The pomegranate has all of the seeds, which are all the mitzvahs. Right? They say that a fully ripe pomegranate, a perfectly ripe pomegranate, has 613 seeds. Has anyone ever done this? Ne- uh, never. Yeah, maybe a hundred. <laughs> maybe a hundred. No, there's way more than a hundred. No, what are you talking about? There's hundreds. Hundreds? In the seeds in the Rimon? There's definitely hundreds. Really? Now, sometimes you come, I, I you know, I've dealt with enough kids to, to have dealt with people who have tried it. So some have come up with less than 613, some have come up with more 613. But somehow there's a tradition that the exact, the perfect pomegranate would have 613. Makes sense. Be that as it may, be that as it may, the seeds of the pomegranate are referred to mitzvahs. And in fact, the Gemara says about Poshay Yisrael, it says that even 
the the sinners amongst the Jewish people, melei and mitzvahs kerimoyim are filled with mitzvahs like a pomegranate is filled with seeds. So the seeds of a pomegranate are um, reminiscent or the representative of the mitzvahs. So Yohan and Kirat Hashem ultimately is through doing the mitzvahs. So that is the first five of the species. Godly soul, animal soul, simcha, using the garments of our soul and to perform the mitzvahs. That's the first five species. And they're preceded by Eretz, which tells us that in order to find the gifts within the ground, you have to work the ground. And in order to find the gifts within ourselves, we have to be willing to be an Oyved Hashem, work, uh, do our Avedah, do our service, sometimes a difficult service, but in order to be able to reveal the treasures within a person. That's the first Eretz and the five species. Then the Pasuk goes and says, again Eretz, second time, and gives the last two, which is the olive and the date. What's the idea? Here the Rebbe says something very powerful, very beautiful. He says, when you talk about the treasures that there is in the, under the earth, so the first idea was, you know, that the earth grows uh, trees and apples and pears and vegetables and flowers. That's one level of treasures. But then there's a whole different level of treasures in the earth. What is that? Way down, there's gold, there's diamonds, there's pearls, sapphires. These are the, the greatest treasures. What's the difference between these treasures and the first treasures and the apples and the, and the uh, trees and the, uh, and the fruits and vegetables? It's harder to get. It's much, much harder to get. You know, the, the regular vegetables and regular things that grow, you know, you work the land, it's going to grow. But you want to find diamonds, you want to find gold, you can spend years finding it. But when you do, then, you, then you're wealthy. Right? That's the ultimate treasures. So the ultimate treasures take a lot of effort and a lot of intense effort, but ultimately they're going to be found. And that's what the final two species are about. It says Eretz again, because now we're talking about the deeper, greater treasures that there are within every year. The hidden parts of our neshama, which those hidden parts, they take the diff- much, more, much greater difficulty in order to reach. And they are represented in the final two other species. What's the, first you have olives. An olive is bitter. Where an olive is bitter. But the olive, the bitterness of the olive gives forth oil. And oil is light, and oil is warmth. Um, that's where, that's where fire, fire burns oil. So the bitterness of life, that represents the things that are very hard, like gulos, like, like exile, or bitter moments. From them, ultimately, we can reach the greatest light. And similarly, you have the date. What's unique about the date? This is a fascinating piece of information. The Zahar says that the longest fruit, the fruit that takes longest to grow from being planted till a perfectly mature fruit is the date. The Zayar says to get the perfect date takes 70 years. Yeah, to start with the guy who fell asleep. Right? Yeah. yeah, so it's 70 years to get the perfect date. Under date tree. But what comes from the date? Honey. Sweetness. Now there's a certain, thing, certain things we have to wait a long time for. We have to have patience and we have to keep on working at it and even trying to get it. But those things that are hardest to come by, take the longest time, they ultimately give the greatest sweetness mm. and they're the most beautiful and the most precious. Wow. And that's the last two. The last two is the zayas, the bitterness of the olive that gives forth oil and the patience necessary for the date which, give forth, which gives forth that honey. Wow. And all of that is in the second Eretz, the idea of the treasures that are very, very deep within the yid that requires bitterness and requires waiting, requires effort, but ultimately we're able to reveal those as well. And that's how the Rebbe explained that Pasuk, it was on the 15th of Shvat, it was in 1992. It was just, it was just like a, a, a month and a week before the Rebbe's stroke. Right? Then he had a stroke and then it was about two years until, the, until Ziyarzeit passed away. But that was one of the last sikhas that he gave. And I was there, I remember where I was standing in the yeshiva. Very special, see
as we went through piece by piece, step by step of the uh, of the pasuk.